0: Does this bit work? Oh! (gasps) Listen! (laughs) That was good. I'm going to make a two hour YouTube video and that's how I'm going to make my money. Find a quiet moment, put some headphones on.
1: Is it just me that thinks this is like the best news in ages?
2: I don't know what happened but I fell in love. (laughs)
1: The creators and hosts of Sky's Entertainment Backstage Podcast. Are you awake, Stevie? He's like,
2: call me Ben. I don't think you could accuse it of being yeah. glamorous. And I said, I'm not going to call you Ben Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: I'm joined by the woman of the hour, Jodie Comer. Oh, much. How
2: much fun are you
1: having teasing us all at the moment? You've got a laugh. Let's go!
0: Hello and welcome to Backstage, Sky News' entertainment podcast. We're all here. Claire Gregory, where are we? We're in West London. And Stevie Wong joins us from...
2: Downtown New York.
0: And it's a very important week for everyone. Sound of the emergency TV klaxon. Apple TV has launched, so we thought we'd take a look at some of their big new shows. From Jennifer Aniston's return to TV on The Morning Show. You stole my life. You left me in the woods with a pack of wolves. To Jason Momoa in a post-apocalyptic future where nearly everyone is blind.
3: No, they will come for us. If we kill the babies, they might leave us alone. No!
0: Plus, Stevie has been chatting to the brilliant Gillian Bell. You might recognise her from SNL. Uh, about her very funny film that's about a girl who takes on a marathon.
3: I'm in every scene of this movie. Um... But I wanted to take on something a little bit more challenging. We
0: are all here, though. How is everyone? Have you all had good weeks?
1: Yes, very good week, thank you. Yeah. Went to the Pride of Britain Awards on oh Monday.
0: God, how many tissues did you get? Well, for? I
1: actually, as I say I went to the awards. I only went as far as the red carpet. And I've got to say, it was the first of the year where I was very, very cold.
0: Oh, no. I was it
1: outside? It, then? it was outside. I got my bobble hat on and uh, shivered as the celebs went past and looked at them in their skimpy outfits and thought, hmm... Probably do you better ever off get, in a bobble um, hat. Shaky recorder hand. Yeah, um, yeah, I do. And when I hold out my <laughs> arm as well, if I'm under practiced, I get like uh, like, yeah, shaky um, bicep muscle, so I really have to go That's and work that awkward, out. That's always
0: awkward, isn't it? When you've got a really long question that someone's answering and you're there with your mic stretched out going,
1: oh, I wish I'd gone to the gym. Yeah, yeah, you try and swap <laughs> arms, but it's basically, you can't do it softly and everyone knows that you're um, a weakling.
0: Love it. Is
2: there a rule where you have to have, like, a nude hand? Like, can you wear a mitten while this is going on or do you have to have nude to show hand. your, like...
1: And my nude Ooh. hand. I actually choose to <laughs> wear a um, a hand warmer because I don't like. I mean, a little bit of a uh, little bit of personal news from me. I don't like gloves. I don't like my fingers being encased like that. So I wear those like kind of hand warmer things. Uh, like, so you get fingerless. Yeah, like Mums. fingerless gloves, basically. Yeah. Like you're
0: working on a market stall.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> come, on, that. come on, you celebrities. My little <laughs> nod to EastEnders. Pan panic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going there. I'd be a good market stall person. I you, think I need to work on that impression. Another second career for you, guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, shall we start then by talking about some of the Apple TV launch shows? So this is. The week when Apple TV has launched. Are we all accepting now that there's a new player in town? No, I mean,
1: we, the last thing <laughs> we need is more content. I know, I don't mean that like... Of course, it's great to have more content, more variety. I just feel a bit overwhelmed with all the choice. Yeah, it's a bit, little bit like that.
2: They, they really are going out of their way and just like pumping out like you know big name shows and you know and we're starting basically with the morning show which is uh you know an event series that has jennifer anison back on television reese witherspoon is in this steve carell billy crudup mark duplass it's it's a huge huge cast and i mean they are giving it their all on this show eight seconds to you
3: cue her Good morning. I'm bringing you some sad and upsetting news. And while I don't know the details of the allegations. She's throwing me under the bus. Mitch Kessler, my co-host and partner of 15 years was fired today.
0: It's it's that old adage, isn't it? When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And in the case of the the film industry and the TV industry, when life gives you a load of sex scandals, hey, let's turn it into TV (laughs) programmes and films and things. um, Yeah, it's quite ironic, isn't it? That they're the ones that are being called out for being sort of misbehaving so much and now they're using it to, to make so many so much material out
1: of it. It does seem very post-Me Too, but the scripts apparently were underway before the uh, Weinstein scandal broke, so it's been in development a while then we should explain
0: shouldn't we so for anyone that hasn't uh, fully seen this yet if you're thinking about subscribing to Apple TV so the morning show is set uh, around a TV newsroom and a, a morning show on a US network and basically a you, it starts where you can see that Steve Carell's character gets a phone call in the middle of the night at 3am before they're all about to do their morning news programme and he is fired because he has been caught up in this uh, sex scandal which is all about to be revealed in the press Um, and then it's Jennifer Aniston having to carry on as normal go into work and uh, get on with the show and that episode one I didn't know Stevie but um, apparently it's almost the 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 speech that she does when she opens the morning breakfast show is meant to be very much like the Matt Lauer one was it The, the morning that that scandal broke
2: yeah, it seems to be very similar. I don't recall there being an official, like, kind of one-person announcement that day, but it was, it was such a weird day because you kind of woke up and all of a sudden this kind of tried and tested, you know, show that you, you that all of America kind of watches um, had this change of tone, and I feel like it shifted how morning news in America has kind of happened because you know very soon afterwards another network had to deal with uh, one of their members and getting rid of him too, and so. It's just been a really strange time, um, but yeah, this show is 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 kind of very similar. There's even I don't know if I should do a spoiler, but there's even a reference to that button that closes in, in, in Matt Lauer's office right. that like was in the episode 2 and 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 um, it felt very interesting that they were using so many facts, you know, uh, of, of real life facts for the show. But it's also very juicy and interesting to see, yeah. you know, like these people like freak out behind. The scenes and and uh, it's it's a I don't know like I did you like the show like were you fans of, of what you guys saw
0: I enjoyed it I'm not sure whether it would be enough to get me to subscribe to Apple TV it's one of those things where if it was on one of the things that I subscribe to I'd, I would watch it because it's Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon but I mean it wasn't groundbreaking there's lots of whenever they do whenever anyone any TV or film sort of portray newsrooms there's always these awful cringe moments where someone sort of looks into the middle distance and says oh but we're journalists we're just doing it because <laughs> we love news and we're trying to tell the truth we, <laughs> yeah tell the truth people
2: do I think that's walk and talk as much as <laughs> as people do in, in news kind of
1: program shows. It's literally like the West Wing around here. I mean, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's that's the thing. I can't really give, a, I feel like, a properly unbiased opinion because as someone who works in a newsroom, I love any show that's kind of set in a newsroom because yeah. it's so fascinating to kind of see how, they how how it's compared and how it's shown back to the audience. So I did really enjoy it, but I can't, I can't kind of figure out how much of that is because of the the setting Um, and i also really loved reese witherspoon's character which i didn't expect to i thought i'd love jennifer aniston because i normally do um i wasn't overwhelmed by her but i really like reese witherspoon and there's a bit where she shouts
2: i'm exhausted (laughs) and i was like i relate so hard to you
1: right now i absolutely Um, loved it um what did you think stevie
2: I think it's it's a very watchable show but it's a lot. They've really pumped like everybody's acting, you know like they're yeah. doing their best acting job and 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 it's I don't it's know. It's not funny.
0: I, I think we all thought it was going to be a bit more of a comedy, yeah. didn't we? And it's a bit more it's, of a
2: drama it's a proper drama and 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 as the episodes kind of progress because we were given the first three episodes you can see them calming down a little bit and so by episode three i'm like okay i think we've got a show now which means maybe after that we've it gets better and better but uh that first episode i even texted you guys and i was just like what (laughs) what are we watching like this is crazy (laughs) well you were
0: saying about the showrunner as well i didn't realize who the showrunner was
2: yeah, it's Carrie Aaron who is, uh, you know, she did shows like um, Friday Night Lights, Parenthood, and then she also did Bates Motel. So it's such a really strange, you know, trifecta Next. of like yeah. TV series. Yeah, and so it's it's it feels like, I it just feels like everybody's like this is an important show, you know, and they've kind of gone with that like you know tone and everything about it is 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 just really like serious and stuff. But I'm a re- big fan of Billy Crudup's like kind of creepy, greasy big boss of the news vision I'm, I'm a little bit like fascinated with him
0: the thing that i thought was ridiculous was when you first see jennifer aniston setting her alarm clock for half three in the morning to go to the gym um and they're all or on a treadmill at home and then she drinks she mixes up like coffee and red bull and all of these energy drinks and i was like you would die if you drank that. And then I was reading one of the interviews and she shadowed Diane Sawyer, who's a big US network TV anchor, isn't she? Um, And
1: that's how she starts her day. I judge people when I see them drinking Red Red Bull Bull on the tube at 6am. I do. I really do. I was like, oh, Aniston, what are you
0: doing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know that was killing Aniston, hippie,
1: to drink a can of Red Bull. That wasn't real Red Bull, that was just sparkling water or something. Apparently (laughs) it was uh, 15 million dollars per episode so that's uh, about 11 and wow. a half ish million pounds per episode i mean that's serious money and so for that amount of money i would want something i think a little more a
0: little better i don't know well a million each went to witherspoon and aniston didn't it they're, they're both on a lot of money well actually witherspoon surely would get more than that because isn't she executive she's also producer, executive as well. producer. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly so i mean yeah, they deserve she's it for it the amount of days
1: they deserve it for the amount of promo alone, don't they? Have they been <laughs> off the telly, off the interview circuit at all
2: recently? They're, they're everywhere. I mean, they they did a morning talk show the other day. Um, they also, like, uh, just doing the rounds. It's been really fun watching them do their thing. And, and did you see them? I, I completely forgot that they played sisters on Friends because yeah. I haven't watched that episode in a while. And so, um, yeah, there's been a lot of, like, kind of having them go down memory lane, which is really cute.
1: Well, because it's the Friends anniversary, she's been asked, an awful lot about Friends during the promo tour and I wonder if she's kind of getting fed up with that or if it's a bit of a welcome break from talking about the morning show.
0: Reese Witherspoon is very cool though, isn't she? I do like the way that she's called out a lot of journalists that have sort of said, oh, it's all about catfighting between these two lead characters and stuff and she's like, nope. Not about that. It's yeah, just
1: female characters who are uh, allowed to disagree. I think she's great, Reese Witherspoon. I think she's really underrated, actually. And um, I think she's probably the best in this. I don't know. What do you think?
2: She's exhausted. She's just she's
1: exhausted.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe that should be our new catchphrase.
0: Was, <laughs> don't have time to record this podcast. It's exhausting.
1: Well, speaking of exhausting, uh, shall we move on to uh, C?
0: Centuries from now, almost all humans have lost the ability to see. Some say sight was taken from them by God to heal the earth. For the few who remain, vision is only a myth. But after so many years, the power of sight has returned.
3: What is it something's different
2: the children they have the ability to see
1: i just found it quite whew, there was a lot going on i mean yeah there was some serious battles going on weren't there there was some serious i mean there's a lot to
0: get your head around. So uh, episode one, You it starts off with these slates that come up onto the TV that explain to you in black and white that this is set hundreds of years in the future. A virus has wiped out everyone but a couple of million humans. And those ones that have been left uh, have lost the ability to see. And because they can't see... This is, this is where it gets weird, isn't it? Because they can't see, they've also lost... Uh, the ability to have any of the sort of technology that we have any nowadays yeah, and so also it's lost, all gone medieval again they've also lost
1: all modern language so they've gone yeah. reverted to like ye olde language and nobody <laughs> and
0: and, and anyone who talks about sight it's all ta- spoken about it as a, like a heretal. heresy yeah
1: a heresy which is again and there's like witch finders so it's very much yeah. gone back to the 1600s <laughs> I mean, it's bonkers yes uh, it's a lot did you not find it tiring Stevie
2: I was very distracted because I love a good like I, I'm okay as as um growing up I really loved Francis Lawrence as a music video director and then when I find out that he actually is the director of the first three episodes of C. I'm like very into this guy. And, and so we should know also,
0: Francis Lawrence because...
2: He did all the Hunger Games prior. And so that's his big like claim to fame. But prior to that, he did music videos. Like every, if you, if you type like, you know, directed by Francis Lawrence music videos, you'll just see this long list of stuff that like you've definitely watched back in the day. And so um, that's why the show looks so amazing. It's a beautiful, it's you know, epic. show. It's epic, and and you know it's it's mostly set in a forest, and it's all like just there's just a lot of these like wide shots above ground, below ground, and they can't see, but yet we can, and it's just a, <laughs> it's a lot of fun to like watch.
0: It's um, Game of Thrones I, light, though, isn't it? Yeah,
2: definitely, and 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 I think the thing is, you know, the guy, the show's actually created by Stephen Knight, who actually did, you know, Peaky Blinders yeah, too. Yeah, which, uh, I'm
1: sorry to interrupt, but come on, Peaky Blinders, the. Uh, the The first episode of Peaky Blinders is a bazillion times better than this. What's Stephen Knight up to? I don't know. Well, he's attempting
0: to make Game of Thrones, isn't he? Without the (laughs) source material, which is what some of the criticism has been. Like, if if he was following a book or something and had a real narrative, then perhaps it would be slightly less
2: bonkers it's it is bonkers and to be very honest it's it's not very good um it just it is one of those things where um you're just watching everybody like we're playing blind you know and and it's sad because we have alfred woodard who is definitely one of the people that's in the running for the oscars this season with her film clemency and so it's just interesting to see her kind of like walk around and she's the wise older lady and and it's just like oh god what a waste and but some of the actors are
0: actually blind though and that's the thing that sort of of jars slightly because you can tell the difference sometimes between the actors that can't quite sort of switch off to from being sighted and it sticks out a little
2: bit, yeah. Uh-huh. But Jason they Momoa, have these,
0: well, Jason Momoa, who you can't really go wrong, it's Jason Momoa being classic Jason Momoa, isn't it? I like mean, brandishing a
1: massive serious big serious thing. warrioring, uh, yeah. kind of it, There's some there's some cool moments and there's some great battles if you're into things like Game of Thrones because of the action, then I imagine that this would have a similar appeal because the action, the scenes, you know, the battle scenes are similarly epic. Um, but you
0: kind of get this uh, this whole sort of game almost of would a blind person actually be able to do that, to to run through the woods and have this massive, huge battle up and down a mountainside type thing.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just very strange. And I feel like there's lots of plot holes even in the sort of first episode that don't necessarily make much sense speaking of those game of thrones uh comparisons um our colleague Gemma had a chat with uh jason momoa and alfra um about the show and did put it to him and you'll see he maybe sounds a little a little jaded by the question you said
2: uh this is the the, the greatest role that you've uh that you've taken on so how does it compared to Game of Thrones? There are comparisons being made. I think maybe with some of the battle scenes. I mean, sort of nothing compares really. to Game of Thrones. To me, it's one of the greatest shows of, in history. Um, you know, this is first season. There's so many different worlds within Game of Thrones. This doesn't really compare. Personally, this is better for me. Drogo really doesn't say much. He falls in love for a second, then he dies. A lot of people connected with that. It was a great role playing that. I get to do so much more. Um, but that series is in its own realm this is not that but it's its own world and it's beautiful and i mean so i don't like comparing the two the only thing they have in common is i'm in both
1: oh jason and, it's a legitimate question though
2: isn't it touchy touchy <laughs> touchy
1: <laughs> i'm thinking that maybe he that was like the 28th time that hour <laughs> he'd answered that question bless him so um yeah i'm not sure i don't think i'd watch a second episode of C. would you Oh well
0: see i'm i'm differing on that. I think the fact that it is Stephen Knight of Peaky Blinders fame, I feel like we have to stick with it possibly for another couple of episodes.
2: Oh, Stephen, well, it's, it's very interesting because, um, so the, the, the plot line, you know, without giving too much away, is that he, we've got a community of blind people and then this woman gives birth to Somebody who's like basically children who are who have sight and they have to figure out ways to kind of hide that fact and so that's an interesting plot construct and and see how they kind of grow grow up you know and, and how they're going to fix all this stuff. So, You've clearly like it,
0: got this Cersei type character who's the, the Game of Thrones element of an evil queen that oh is she going to meet Jason Momoa's character and
1: and she lives in a kind of rotting kind of prison because apparently Listening if you Lou can't Reed. see then you're quite happy to live yeah. in a rotting kind of
0: prison. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) How come she's still got access to... Uh, it's such a perfect day well, on why vinyl a or whatever Why didn't
1: they save like you know something a bit more modern like an um, iPhone. Yeah. This is what I mean it doesn't there's lots about it that just irritated me.
0: Also did anyone else have like mild tinnitus afterwards because there's so many cowbells. <laughs> They've pretty yeah. much bought every single cowbell that must exist on planet Earth because to, to hammer home that all oh, everyone feels their way around with cowbells.
1: Uh, okay well Katie you're going to stick with it so you mm. can let me know if it gets That's better and I'll happily uh, retract if I'm wrong but not convinced. I'll let you know.
2: Uh, one show that I was like, okay, you know me in a good teenage girl program, and so I was like, yes, they've totally created this show called Dickinson. It's the life of Emily Dickinson, but played by Haley Steinfeld, and it's basically like a retelling of the American poet's life, but this time with a totally modern soundtrack and it was like bass normal.
1: dropping yeah.
2: musical <laughs> moments. Billie Eilish is in it. you know it's modern all, it's lang- all, awesome. all
1: modern language, isn't it? And uh, yeah. lots of kind of modern. Cultural references as well.
2: Shall we
0: pretend it's... we were in that Apple TV meeting? So how how do we make uh, an English, a uh, New England poet, sexy um, guy? Hayley Steinfeld, <laughs> she's
1: big with the youth. She's big with the youth. Yeah. Get her
0: in. Get Billie her Eilish, in. there has to be twerking as well. Uh, how about we have Death, but it's
1: a rapper. <laughs> a rapper, Wiz Khalifa?
2: Oh my God, when Wiz Khalifa shows up as the rapper, <laughs> I started laughing, and it was kind of amazing. He's a good and,
1: actor, though. Isn't and,
0: isn't yeah, he's he? pretty good. I like he's him. Good. So he plays Death.
2: Yes. Uh, get, <laughs> yes, get a, Our our gal, Emily, is not your normal, you know, 19th century kind of gal. She doesn't like to cook. She doesn't like to clean. She just wants to write her poems and also maybe pursue her love of her best friend, uh, who's also a female. And so that is, that's kind of the modernizing of of the show. It's, it's neither comedy. It's neither, it's a dramedy, if you will. Um, It's weird.
0: It's it's like, it almost should be a, Parody of something, but it isn't. And an... I liked it.
1: Uh, I got to say, like I, it, really? I, li- I, re- I liked it. It got me. I, A, you know, I like anything short, so these are only really like half an hour episodes compared to C and the Morning Show, which are uh, the full hour. And I just thought it was kind of cute. I liked the ideas behind it. I didn't really know anything about Emily Dickinson, and so I left after I well, actually, maybe during I was watching it, I actually googled to kind of find out more about her and her poetry and stuff like that. And I think I'll watch more.
2: It's, I mean, you know, as a poet, I, it sounds like she was a very dark poet, you yeah. know, and and a lot of the times, you know, a lot of people didn't discover until after she passed, and so this is kind of filling in whatever you know fictitious blanks like in between. But, uh, you know, Haley Haley's a very good actress, and so she can kind of carry a show, and 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 it's got a really nice tone because the the you know the, uh, the pilot's basically directed by this guy David Gordon Green, who, if you know indie films and stuff, he's done really great stuff back in the day, but he also has moved into the commercial territory so he's done pineapple express and he's the guy that's like basically doing all the halloween movies that are coming out and and um yeah he's he's a very diverse kind of filmmaker and and so he's kind of added his stamp into the show and so the shows is it's all over the place it's a bit of a hodgepodge as, but an, I- as
0: an adult watching it though Isn't there, like, I felt like I spent three quarters of the show cringing that it's got a touch of, like, the the earnest drama teacher who wants to go, I can make, or history teacher thinking that they can, like, do a Hamilton Hamilton style rap to make their version of history cool. It's that, they're so like, oh, we can teach young people something at the same time.
1: And it's worked because Claire's Googled the poem.
0: But I'm not young.
1: (laughs) I'm an old person. I know. I don't
0: understand. This This
1: is the problem. The fact that I like this show is probably bad news because they want people like in their 20s and tweens to like this show and they probably don't. And people like me are the people that are actually liking it
2: well i i'm going to watch but i i think what we've kind of noticed is like every episode, every show that they're launching the pilots have so much thrown into them and i'm yeah. just hoping that like maybe as it progresses everybody calms down a little bit and so you know that's the thing it's like as as a as a as a kind of platform to launch all these new programming to kind of be like this is destination spot for everybody to come and watch I, I don't know. This 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 roundup of shows is very. It's if I if I was basing it just on these pilots, I'd be like, okay, you know. But hopefully, there's just a lot more to to, to get from all of these. I, I mean, don't know. They,
0: maybe they are growers, but I do think that actually they haven't got like a Game of Thrones. They haven't got a Sopranos. They haven't got a Mrs. Wire Maisel. Or no, they haven't got anything that it, we're all going to go, wow that is a reason I have to subscribe to Apple TV.
2: Right. And and I think, like, you know, something like Amazon, they never claimed to be, like, we're going to have everything in one go. They've done it very smartly in the sense that they've kind of, like, slowly launched shows. But they also have content. So they had movies and other, uh, you know, they bought stuff from other, other platforms, you know, other kind of, like, libraries. Uh, Apple is basically basing it on all of this new product. So... Besides these three, we have this other one called For All Mankind, which I took a glimpse of, and it's, it's, you know, this kind of science fiction drama about like, if the U S didn't send the first men on the moon and it's, you know, the guy who did Ronald D Moore who did Battlestar Galactica. So you think it's going to be like this show. And it's a very serious drama set in the 19, like, you know, late sixties and seventies. And you're like, what? And so again, it's, these are shows that maybe on on paper might be interesting, but like when you watch it as a platform to kick off a whole new thing, you're like,
0: that's it on paper. They all sound like they'd be crap. But at the moment, none of them are quite hitting hitting the
1: mark. Really, who is gonna? It's so hard when you're already paying out for, you know, Netflix. uh, You're you're not gonna necessarily pay out for something else unless you really want to see something on it. But it is probably only the
0: price of a cinema ticket. So you could argue that, or maybe you would subscribe to everything if you're
1: not really going to the cinema anymore.
2: Well, how much are cinema tickets? Because in the US, it's $4.99. So that's considered cheap.
1: Yeah, so it is actually a bit cheaper than the cinema. But I don't know. It's not the same experience, though, is it? Did you
0: watch the M. Night God, I can never get his name right. Shyamalan. (laughs) Yes?
2: Yeah, Shyamalan. (laughs) Uh,
1: Obviously, I didn't watch it because it sounds like my idea
2: of hell. It's kind of scary. I mean, I haven't seen it. I, it's on, it's, there's, there's a lot of TV to watch these days. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not coming out until much later. And it's created by this guy, Tony, Well, my turn, Galop. <coughs> <laughs> uh, uh, who is a British TV writer who's worked on EastEnders, Hotel Babylon, and Berlin Station. So mm-hmm. he's, he's got a bit of like, you know, experience doing a lot of these programs. But it's, um, it is a creepy show about a couple who take on a very lifelike doll into their lives because something, uh, a very bad tragedy occurs in their lives. And so um,
1: there was literally nothing you could tell me that would make me watch this. <laughs> <laughs> doll. Yeah. You could tell me it's the best show I've ever been like, no, sorry, this is not my cup of tea. Far too scary and weird. Rupert Grint
2: is in it. How's that? Uh, <laughs> our Harry Potter <laughs> friend. <laughs> we haven't seen it in a while is in this show. How's that? Well, no. not enough for me, I'm afraid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well,
1: I'll stick with Dickinson. Uh, Katie's going to stick go with C, and Stevie, you crack on with the morning show, and yeah. we'll uh, we'll reconvene in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> See
0: if we complete a series, shall we? <laughs> well Stevie as well you've been talking to uh, the very uh, talented Gillian Bell as well so I think most people might know her from um, she's one of the writers on Saturday Night Live she was for a bit wasn't she?
2: She she did a stint on Saturday Night Live but then she's been popping up as like that funny gal like in so many movies like whenever there's like a group thing she's she's like uh, she's either some pimp you know or she plays some crazy girlfriend or drunk sister one of those actresses
0: that you'd recognise her but perhaps wouldn't know the name
2: yeah and what happens here is in this film Brittany runs a marathon uh, Jillian is now friend center as a lead of this film and it's it's a really cute movie um, that got showed at Sundance earlier this year and it's kind of you know came out during the summer in the United States but you guys are getting it now
3: let's get you healthy I want you to try losing 55 pounds that's the weight of a Siberian Husky you want me to pull a medium-sized working dog off of my body starting to feel like everyone's lives are going places, and mine's sort of stuck. Hold it! Hold it, please! Try not to leave all your stuff in the hallway. That'd be the third time this month. Change is possible!
2: It's about this girl who's just a little bit lost in her life, uh, a tad overweight, and just one day decides to run a marathon. It's very literal, and it's based on the the director, Paul Downs. Colasio it's his friend who actually went through this and so he kind of based it on her life and then kind of added more kind of fun storylines to it but it, it, it's it's kind of like you know all of these people these days they're kind of in a rut and then what do they do to get out of it and in this case she does She does a marathon and it's really cute. And, it is and, and really and cute.
1: It's really it's, fu- it's genuinely funny isn't it? I liked it and um, yeah it's really it's really cute and it's not too kind of painfully like Ugh, this is a good movie to watch with your gal pals kind of film, which is what I kind of thought it was going to be, uh, just from the title and the poster.
2: It's a lot smarter than that, um, and, and again, because the director, he's a he's a theatre writer, he really workshopped the plot lines with everybody, and, and had a really good, by the time he shot it on, on, on film, he had a really nice storyline, and so actually surprisingly, there's not a lot of improv in this uh, film, it's all written down and, and he did the smart thing of getting a lot of comedians to kind of filter all the other characters and stuff so that everybody knew what kind of a character they were once they started doing this. It's an interesting movie and, and I would say a, a fun kind of, not brainless, but like like it's a nice film to watch on the weekend if you, if you don't want something heavy or something like that. Britney really runs a marathon is really the film to, to check out.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's a nice break from, like you say, all the heavy stuff that we've had out lately. And she just seems like so nice as well. When you spoke to her, Stevie, you were like having a little giggle being all like, what's up?
2: <laughs> I did. Um, you know, I, I, when I like a person, I kind of go in a little bit too excited. And I don't know if you've noticed in my interviews, you can tell no, if I'm like Steven. into it or not. I know, it's it's a lot. And so the first kind of preamble before the interview, you're just chatting. And so I just went in, I'm just, I just want to say, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of like started the whole thing. In and fact, so, let's hear exactly what you said. Yeah. I... Want to start off with the fact that I am a bit of a fan, so apologies ah. if my eyes start to go like, you know. But uh, it is a lot of fun to be able to talk to you. So yes, it's very embarrassing uh, <laughs> what I do, but you know, it also helps with the conversation because really, this is like celebrity speed dating. If people don't understand the like junket setup,
0: pretty <laughs> speed dating, it's true. You,
2: you go into a room and you most likely will have 5 to 7 minutes with somebody they don't know you for squat they've now you're now in the line of like 15 other people that they're 50. talking to 50 yes um and so you have to make a very quick impression very very fast and so i go in and i'm just like bah! and then so they're like what's happening you know and so it 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 calms them down a little bit and then they kind of then <laughs> I uh,
0: that that Isn't he saying that's like a tactic? That's so not a tactic <laughs> you do, Stevie. You just walk into a room and go, ah! It works! It yeah. totally works.
2: Next it's really planned, you isn't it, this. Stevie? <laughs>
1: it's, it obviously worked because she did open up to you and uh, here's what she said when you asked her about kind of uh, getting into the headspace that Britney occupies.
3: But I still struggle with a lot of the things she struggles with and, and um, some self-worth issues sometimes and And after doing this movie, I sort of had a, you know, you you force yourself to have a hard look at how you treat yourself. And I realized I was saying um, maybe some more negative things than positive things. And after doing this, I was like, I'm not gonna do that anymore. I've spent this amount of years Doing it that way, what would it be like to really be kind to myself? So that's what I'm trying to take out of this.
2: She's doing so much. She's in the next Bill and Ted. Yes, yes, you know.
3: Bill and Ted! Yeah, she's one to watch,
0: isn't she? I
2: know. And and she's also going to be in this new splash where she is going to be playing opposite Channing Tatum. Uh, and he's going to be in the mermaid role. And of so course, that's going to be a funny one. Say, yeah. Of course uh,
0: that's coming out. Of course it is. <laughs> uh, oh, it's good to have nice things to watch though, isn't it? Yeah. Especially as we head towards Christmas as well.
2: Christmas. Is Everyone, all right? <laughs> the is, is, season are is coming. People
0: accepted that the holidays are coming.
2: Mm, just. It's been interesting because I've noticed because you know our city of New York is is one of those places that once Halloween kicks off, people go crazy. So a lot of these empty storefronts turn into these Halloween costume shops. And so uh, normally it's it's like this massive Halloween push, but this year I don't know what happened. It feels like there's less of a Halloween situation and there's it jumped right into Christmas now. And so all these shops are turning into Christmas shops, and I'm like. Like, what's going on, it's so early. You're like, did I
1: sleep through Halloween? <laughs> I think I did, I
2: think
0: I did. New York for Christmas though is the dream, isn't it? Every Hollywood film that's ever made, it's always New York and the twinkly Christmas Absolutely, lights. Absolutely, with
1: and... the snow, beautiful. Yeah. Yes,
2: well, we try. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you heard about the sheer amount of um, people that are, are vying for Christmas number one this year as well?
1: Well, and not just vying for Christmas one, but no doubt trying to get a Christmas hit because you get one of those in your back pocket and that's you sorted for life because of the royalties
2: cough cough mariah carey <clears throat> you know, she's all good. She's, all good. Uh, she's, she's putting out that double album uh, re-releasing you know the the her christmas album there's so many christmas albums coming out there's that children in need one which i just heard about yes What's
0: that? like all of these famous stars doing songs that you just wouldn't expect olivia colman doing porter's head
1: i mean i'm what? here for it that sounds
0: amazing very odd
2: Totally. Uh, there's also the um, the star of Gentleman Jack and Dr. Foster, she's going to sing a song, and, and yeah. I, I just think it's hilarious. Helena Bottom Carter, this is a crazy, crazy collection but of people doing Christmas. But
0: you're up against the sort of oldie ones, like you said, Mariah Carey, who, his form for having a good Christmas hit, um, as has Robbie Williams, who's got a new Christmas album out of loads of different festive covers that could be And Robbie. he, of
1: course, didn't he do a song with Nicole Kidman that was a big Christmas hit? Do you remember yes.
0: that? I always I, think that was Baby It's Cold Outside, but it wasn't him, was it?
1: No, but no. Baby It's Cold Outside is being re-recorded by John Legend and Kelly Clarkson who have decided that the uh, lyrics are not okay for today's woke generation oh and God. it needs to be re-recorded, so there you go. Because
2: there's
0: always, there's always been people saying there's that line that sounds a bit like a sort of... Date rape drugs gone in a gone
1: in the water. yeah. <laughs> drink. Say oh, what's in that drink? It was like a very normal expression back then. <laughs> it, like I don't know. I just feel... it's a bit creepy though, isn't it? It, it is a bit. It no, is. It, it is a bit creepy, but I'm just not sure. It but needs recording. Have you read the
0: alternative lyrics though? So I really can't say, baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. I can call you a ride. This <laughs> evening has been so glad that you dropped in. So very nice. Time spent with you is
1: paradise. Was isn't there a really bit weird. in it? There where it says it's your body your choice no. <laughs> which no. is just So no, mum
0: and dad so don't. explicitly
1: the other way that it, I don't know I, it's um. a little bit cringy maybe
0: but anyway, it's all going to be Frozen 2, isn't it? Yeah. It's all about Frozen 2, yes. I will, I will eat my hat if Frozen any, one of the songs from Frozen 2 isn't number one this Christmas.
1: Okay, well, we'll we'll choose a really good Christmas hat for you. I know, we're uh, going to give a you like like um, like a
0: felty hat for
2: you to chew on.
0: Thanks, guys. Supportive. <laughs> um,
2: it's, an interesting, it's an interesting soundtrack because besides the, the cast who are in the film doing new songs there's like seven new songs or something like that um but you know other like pop stars like casey musgraves panic at the disco and weezer will also be doing versions of the songs that are kind of being released and so it'll be it's a it's a lot you know they're going to hit all the different markets you got pop radio and then also you know whatever the stations that would play the let it goes of of the future so um everyone is
1: hopping onto that frozen
2: bandwagon
0: well certainly here in uh this country we've got an election in december as well so it's going to be people in traffic traffic jams in their cars having to switch over from all of the politics coverage to then listen to like frozen 2 on repeat
2: which will, <laughs> yeah. will be
0: driving people insane
2: yeah um i have one more thing about these these christmas albums that just cracked me up do you remember- Pepsi and Shirley. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, so turns out that Shirley married one of the Kemps. Oh, yeah. yeah yes, Kemp. Oh, yeah. And, and they're putting out an album, and I just think it's hilarious that these, like, 80s, I mean, I'm looking at this photo right now, and, you know, it's it's adorable that they're doing this Ooh. little swing album. See,
0: there's so much you don't know about the Kemp family, then, Stevie. I don't cause know cause anything it's all about, about Ro- the Kemp family. Ronan yeah, so the son, Kemp Roman, he's, Roman. He's,
1: yeah. he's a big breakfast radio star over here now, oh. and he does lots of presenting bits as well and in fact is apparently going into the jungle for I'm a Celeb so you probably will find out a lot more about him
2: oh dear you and your reality
1: show (laughs) (laughs) I'm just bouncing from one to another Bake Off's just finished I'm waiting for the next one ah see
0: to fill that hole you may well end up subscribing to Apple TV to come round (laughs) in full circle may
1: well do indeed
0: right shall we all go our separate ways anyone got anything good and juicy planned
2: yes I do actually um I don't as you know I watch a lot of theater and so um, one of the things that I've been really obsessed about is you know I love a good musical theater show and I love new ones especially and so um, remember Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill album yeah. I've
1: heard about this remember it that was formative in my teenage years it was
2: it, exactly and so they've taken that full album and they've made it into a musical amazing uh, written by Diablo Cody <gasps> and also you know, written, uh, yeah why do we and know Diablo Hello Cody, Juno. That's it. Juno. I'm gonna watch it next week. And apparently it's like you're gonna be crying from beginning to end and it's gonna be amazing. I cannot wait. Is
0: that you channeling your inner Teenage girl again, Stevie. Yeah,
2: my inner. Yeah, I'm just gonna (laughs) go in. What did she have dreads? Remember, she had like kind of crazy hair back in the day, Alanis. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go in my whole like flannel and just kind of be my my best Alanis Uh, self. It's gonna be amazing. And if you want to
1: see those pictures, make sure you uh,
2: check out. (laughs) No, (laughs) never. Katie, I heard you saw the Joker finally. Finally. I
0: know. Sorry, I'm way behind everyone else, but I had to go and see it because I fear that we'll all be talking about it. Won't be ahead of the Oscars. Um, I actually very much. Uh, i'm on the side that i i I want to say enjoyed it i I mean i did enjoy it but it's not the sort of film that you can go oh yeah i really enjoyed it glibly um (laughs) but it's good it's dark it's brilliant uh, the performance from joaquin um the the thing that bothers me is that uh the end bit on the steps where he's doing the dance yeah. to the Gary Glitter song. Are you across that, Stevie? Why Gary Glitter is a
1: problem I, because we, yes, yeah. Peter Varlin But the thing is, I think as Brits, we find that a lot harder to understand because that song is used in sports stadiums, isn't it, all the time. Is ab- it anymore? Ahead of, yeah. 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 Hmm.
0: I, do, I cannot believe that did not go through a level of many eyes watching that moment going hang on we shouldn't really use that song there because that's deliberately provocative and i was surprised that feels a bit wrong. but
1: he doesn't get any benefit from it so he doesn't get any earnings from it it keeps yeah. you know the cynic could say yeah. yeah it keeps people chatting about it and it is it, over here it we just wouldn't play gary glitter ever 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 but it is still used in sports but stadiums over the, yeah, in the u.s yeah that's
2: true Mm, okay. uh, really strange I had a friend, I had a journalist friend come in from Denmark And the first thing she wanted to go to Was the staircase in the Bronx Yeah, like wow. apparently like it's become like a
1: tourist site now And people are like dressing totally, up
2: a, Totally a tourist site And especially during Halloween Everybody's like gone jokered up And like stood in the Bronx But it's just like I was like, oh wow, no <laughs> Ooh, yes, I went to Comic Con this to. week
0: as well actually Just gone by yeah. There's Comic Con in London And everyone was dressed up as Joker as well it's just the go-to mm. sort of outfit, isn't it? At the That's moment. what you'll be dressing as for yeah.
1: Halloween, isn't it,
0: Katie? Oh yeah, sexy Joker. Oh.
1: <laughs> it always has to be sexy when you're a woman, doesn't it?
0: Um, right. If you want to catch up with any of us and uh, what we're doing, you
1: can always email us backstage at sky. dot uk. Um, Claire, you're on all the socials. What are you on? I'm on Instagram as Claire Sky Showbiz and on Twitter as Scoop Dog Sky.
0: I'm SpennyPics on Instagram and at Sky Katie Spencer on Twitter. And Stevie Wong is.
2: I'm on Wongy1 at both Instagram and Twitter.
0: And we will see you all very soon. Enjoy Apple TV if you're going to fork out the money. Let us know what you
3: think. Bye. Bye. Bye.